0: as health and wellness providers we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own that's why i've started the wellness center creators podcast i'll be bringing you interviews with experts tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. As we get started with another episode of Wellness Center Creators, I'd like to take a moment to highlight our sponsor, Jane. Jane is a complete practice management software that makes it easy to book chart, bill, and get paid all online. The team at Jane knows that getting paid is one of, if not the most important parts of running your practice. With that in mind, they've created a fully integrated PCI compliant payment solution called Jane Payments that makes for a convenient online payment experience for you and your clients. With Jane Payments, You can collect credit card info through your online booking or intake forms, send one-click payment request emails, or SMS for outstanding balances, and you'll never need to leave Jane to reconcile payments. Curious to learn more? Head to jane.app backslash payments. You can also use the code wellness1mo, wellness1month, at the time of sign up for a one-month grace period on your new Jane account. A small gift from Jane to you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Today on the show, we have Dr. Erica Backer. Welcome, Erica. Thank you so much for being here. If you could please introduce yourself.
1: Yeah. Hi. Thank you for having me, Kendall. So my name is Erica Backer and I am a clinical psychologist and I'm the owner of Evolve Counseling and Wellness Center. And it's a multidisciplinary collaborative wellness center. So we have psychologists, nutritionist, and chef, an acupuncturist, a dating coach, and we're all working together collaboratively to provide holistic care.
0: Wow, this is so exciting. Anyone who's listened to the show knows that collaborative care is my absolute passion. And I love talking to other clinic owners who are doing that work. So tell us your story. What made you kind of go on this path into the field? How did you get to be doing what you're doing? And how'd you get to that next step of the
1: wellness center? Yeah, so I think there's kind of two layers to my story. Um, You know, the first piece is how did I become a psychologist? And, you know, growing up, my mom's a psychologist. So I grew up around it talking about feelings and just kind of ad nauseum. Um, But that was, you know, so I was really exposed to that. And then on top of that, you know, we had some mental health issues in our family, I was highly anxious. And so I was always searching. So I was, you know, at 1516, grabbing my mom's self help books off the shelf. Um, I was reading Eckhart Tolle, or Melody Beatty, I mean, just all these kind of Wayne Dyer, all these old kind of spiritual self help books, to better myself going to these book clubs where I was the only person under 50. And, you know, even just doing yoga, just, you know, before it was kind of mainstream. And so there was that piece. And I, I was a dancer, and I quit dancing in high school, and I was searching for more. And I started working almost every day at a homeless shelter. And I think that was where I was struck by my ability to connect with others, the power of connecting with others and wanting to help and make a difference. Um, So I was motivated to study psychology. And so I kind of just went on that path and didn't look back. I graduated with my doctorate and afterwards went into working as a psychologist for a few years at kind of a more, uh, more of a medical center and then went into private practice. And being in private practice, I was struck by seeing people for a 50 minute hour, they would leave my office and it was like, then what? And so there was just a need for more comprehensive services, a need for, you know, body oriented work, having physicians to collaborate with, nutrition services. And I was referring them across town. We were playing phone tag. It was hard to coordinate care, if any care. And I just wanted people I could trust working together as a team to really help people. And that's really just where this vision blossomed.
0: Beautiful. I love your story. I love the work that you're doing. You mentioned your services a little bit in your intro, but if you could share a little bit more in depth about the services Mm -hmm. you offer at your center, because there's so many different ways to do this and wellness centers. I mean, the sky's the limit on the types of services that you can add to integrated care. So what do you offer specifically um, and what's really unique about it?
1: Yeah. So, We have several psychologists, and they, in terms of mental health services, offer the whole gamut of specialties. We have um, a psychologist specializing in OCD and eating disorders. We have depression, anxiety, couples work, trauma. I have a psychologist that works with older adults and does testing for people who might have dementia. She's a neuropsychologist. I have a sports psychologist, so he works with males in transition, but also works with um, just Athletes or really anyone to enhance performance, and so really the psychologist. We have a whole range of that. The nutritionist and chef. The vision for her is really um, she helps people. She can she does full nutritional consult, works with people to come up with hands on recipes or how to approach nutrition. But she'll also. Um, do coaching. So she can go to people's homes. She can help do grocery sh- store shopping. Um, she'll do exercise support. So she'll go walking with people. Um, and again, she does support throughout the week because it felt like there was a need for that. We have the acupuncturist who's wonderful. She's been in practice for years. She also has a degree in chiropractics. And then we have our dating coach. And she is fun. We all seem to kind of We just love hearing about her job and it's, you know, she helps you singles come up with online dating profiles. She'll do styling. She'll go to people's closets and help revamp their closets. She'll help with how to formulate text messaging. Um, She'll do pictures for people. Um, She is just our dating expert. Um, You know, what's unique about it? I think... The biggest piece that's really unique is our collaboration. Our providers are, we love, we really work together hand in hand. We are referring back and forth with one another. We're working together to treat one person. Sometimes there'll be two of us that will come in a room with a client to help them um we have a weekly team meeting where we just talk from different perspectives of different issues that come up or um, in terms of you know where we're stuck in terms of treating someone you know people are always walking by each other's doors talking in between we just it's a real community um, we teach each other we learn from one another and we're just really love the work we do so i think that's a one of the big piece. It's just how collaborative, you know, how we work with one another um, to provide, you know, really integrated care. Yeah. It's the true form of
0: of collaborative care, really, mm-hmm. is the case coordination. And it sounds very similar to how we work here in our clinic. And I'm curious if you can share, you know, listeners always want to know, like, what, what are the actual systems of collaboration, right? And so you mentioned the weekly team meetings. That's something that we do here and I always recommend. And it's hard. I, I wonder if you can kind of speak to like the value that you see in those weekly meetings and how you structure them. Because I think sometimes for new clinic owners, it's hard to imagine like how they would fill that time every week and, and what the value would be and that you know, providers sometimes give pushback on, well, I could be seeing a client during this time and I'm not. So I wonder if you can speak to the value of those weekly meetings and how you uh, structure those throughout the month.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting. So, you know, I came in with that thought that people are going to, you know, they're going to be reluctant to want to meet and think, oh, it's an hour. I have heard from several providers. It is the thing they look forward to most. It's just, you know, we come in, we do just kind of a general check-in. It's an hour meeting. And then the next question is who wants to bring something to the group? And so it can be, you know, a a client they want kind of feedback on. It could be someone that we're collaborating to treat. So we'll staff different clients. Um, It could be a business question, how to grow your business, how to develop marketing And so that's how we structure it. And then once a month, we have a monthly journal club or uh, a presentation. So every other month, someone assigns a reading or an article and we discuss that. And that's an additional hour. Or someone will present a talk or we'll have an outside person come in and present. And just to show kind of the sense of community, I suggested, why don't we cut down that second hour? Every, you know, Why don't we just do that every other month? And the provider's are like, no, no, no. We want to meet. We eat lunch together. It's a sense of community. You know? So they just you know, really value it too. It's fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Once you start doing it, um, you realize that you know, it really does build. If, if you want a collaborative practice and a collaborative team, those frequent meetings are absolutely vital. To that process. And it's where team members build deep relationships and really understand each other's work and learn from It's the opportunity to learn from each other in those different mm-hmm. modalities as well.
1: Absolutely. And just when I bring people in, I make that clear that that's part of it. So it's a person who values that and wants that. I also meet with each provider every other week or weekly just for a brief touch point as well. So they have, you know, they know they can always come in my office anytime, but also just. You know, even if it's a five-minute call, how are you doing? What's going on? Anything, you know, you want to talk about? And they may say no. They say, okay. But I think just, again, it's about the relationships.
0: Absolutely. So I'm curious about the name of your center, Evolve, and why you chose that. Because a lot of, you know, as solo providers or group practice owners are embarking on the journey to create a wellness center, the name is always a huge part of that decision. So why did you choose Evolve and what does it mean to you?
1: Yes, that was quite the decision. Um, But Evolve really represented, you know, I'm a firm believer that self-growth is a lifelong process. And so we are bringing in people who come in wanting to grow in some way. And I also believe us as providers um, should have the attitude that we too are always growing. So in terms of personal growth, professional growth, you know, I think that we're all on this path of self evolution. And at no point in life, does anyone ever master it?
0: What would you say is your secret to success?
1: I think the biggest secret is really, I think there's two one is you cannot grow too quickly. And so you just have to stay so connected to what clients need, what providers need, and using that as as the jumping off point for growth. And so you know, the vision for Evolve was based on what I was seeing clients were needing. And so continuing to kind of see what the need is, you know, what we're doing well, what's not going so well, and being open to and flexible to kind of change and shift um, is super important. I think I'm going to add one more secret. I'm I'm not distilling it down to one, but I do think more heads are better than one. And so using other providers, we are always, you know, I bring their ideas and I want their ideas. I feel when we can all get together and get behind different things we think would be great to implement. I'm really supportive of that as well.
0: So what would you tell a new healthcare business owner who is thinking about journeying into wellness center, ownership or expansion? What's that sort of one piece of advice you would give?
1: Um, I think you have to be passionate about the work or really want to do it. It is hard. And so it, it's not going to pay off right away financially, but I think you have to have just the love, the love for it or the passion for it or really want it because you have to remember that on days that are hard. It's not quick.
0: 100% agree with you. (laughs) That's solid advice. Erica, thank you so much for being here. It was lovely to chat with you today. Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. Plus, if you do have time, please subscribe to the podcast and please consider rating and reviewing the show. That will help other people find us. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast.